When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But there's a reason why we keep coming back to these Star Wars movies, because they are so important to our lives. We've seen them a million times as kids, and we just, I don't know where we are with going through all of the Star Wars movies, but in this one, we're completing the original trilogy with our special guest, Lucasfilm expert, and your brother, (laughs) Matt Secor. Yo, yo, yo. (laughs) Yes, this is, yeah, when we're doing the film that started it all. Absolutely. You know, number four, started it all. (laughs) Exactly. But it wasn't called number four uh, at the beginning, right? I think it was just called Star Wars, uh, Not a New Hope or anything like that. Of course, a point of contention whenever you call it, you know, episode four, A New Hope. No, it was just Star Wars, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, you get all those. Lucas was never going to do a trilogy, despite everything he said. Or the nine, right. or now they've said he know he he knew it was going to be nine movies. Or something. <laughs> Good thing none of us were born yet. <laughs> no. Yes. Well, oh yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. I, I was thinking. Uh, I was neg- Jedi. Negative six. Negative six years old. Look at that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the things about this film is these scenes are great. It's shot well. It's crisp. It's clear. Yeah. I, and, I mean, that's a big part of that is the practical effects that were used. Yeah. You know, uh, that was, we got kids coming out. This is just great. <laughs> this is, fire. and this is July 4th weekend. If anyone hears anything in the background, <laughs> those uh, pops in the background, that is fireworks. So, yes. well, this is, you know, July 4th ha- happened on our day. Yeah. So. You know that we're not going. What, what are we going to? You know, rearrange uh, our lives for a holiday for America? Come no. on, get out of here to celebrate independence. No, <laughs> the podcast must go on. Yes, so podcast ready. before anything. I'm, I'm, only in, I'm, I'm only in town for a week. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we cannot. We cannot uh, go around that. They need to work around us. Uh, but anywho, yeah, you were talking about how good this film looks, and I think uh, a lot of that is due, you know, to practical practical effects being used, um, even as early as. 1977. I mean, these are actual models. I mean, you got that opening scene with the ship. Yeah. That's an actual ship. You know, that's an actual model of that. You know, it's not computer generated or anything like that. And it looks phenomenal. That looks great. And I actually did the uh, end of Rogue One into A New Hope Mm. watch. I don't know if you guys have done that. I need to. Yeah. Yes, it is. uh, Yeah, highly recommended that you do that because after Rogue One, I came home and watched the beginning of A New Hope yeah. just because I knew, you know, it, it, it's it's crazy how much it enhances uh, the beginning of A New Hope. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's you, you understand so much more. You understand why, you know, Vader just sends in the stormtroopers, you know. You exactly. know he, <laughs> He'd already done his job. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's what's funny about it because, well, I'll just say, this time watching it, I tried to watch it as if I had never seen the movie before. Yeah. So I started noticing some other things and sort of like we said Vader like doing his job. In a way, that's sort of how it's presented at the if you're just watching A New Hope from the beginning, you don't know what's going on. This guy's got he's trying to find, you know, you, you assume he's a bad guy, but still he's just a guy kind of doing his job in, in right. a sense. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you know he's not good, but 
he's he's forceful and I can sort of look at it like almost humorously, like you know the princess is talking back to him. You're a traitor, you know. Why are you hiding these plans from me? Yeah, and it's interesting to watch. Uh, Watch the movie from the point of view that the rebels are the bad guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. kind of how, uh, you know, another way to watch it. And yeah, I was trying to watch it as a standalone this time, too. Just a standalone movie. It's yeah. not part of a trilogy, not part of a saga or anything else. Man, those fireworks are really going off. Right <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think the uh, Imperial Army is after us. One thing that really struck me was the score. How much I was yeah. influenced by the score throughout just in the first 10 15 minutes you know the rising and falling and the themes that you that you know so well but how they really do change how you're perceiving what you're seeing on screen based on you know what the music is right well that's one thing with the movie is i don't think there's one silent part of the entire movie it's always john williams music playing in the background yeah. which is nice cuz there's some movies you go to and all of a sudden there's just silence and it's it's something that I think is unique with Star Wars and is the fact that there's music always playing to your senses and keeping you into the movie. I think that's a fantastic point. I don't know. I know Ben is not a Star Trek guy, but are you a Star Trek no. guy? No. Okay. Just as a as an example of just to say what what you mean in Star Trek: The Next Generation, which I watched as a kid and I've been rewatching recently, and I noticed there's long stretches where there's just quiet. When there's dialogue, it's just quiet. I'm like, I need something here. I'm yeah. like, not falling asleep, but like, I, I think I know what they're doing. And you're like, you know, you're in space, so you assume it's those are the natural sounds of what's in. But yeah, I, I would like a score kind of moving things along a little bit and keeping my interest. Yeah, it's great. They're great for transitions and everything, like transitioning to the next scene. And yeah. then even when people are talking, you get that it. it you get that extra engagement, you know, you're, you're more engaged with, with the film. Uh, and yeah, John Williams, as I said before, is just an absolute genius. And, you know, I, star Wars would not be, you know, what it is today if it wasn't for his score. I mean, you got that opening crawl scene, you know, the first time you ever see that. And it's just, it's just awesome. These two droids, (laughs) this, they're like the main characters, right. in a sense, right? You're almost watching it through their eyes. <laughs> yeah, you don't even know. You don't even realize unless you watched Rogue One. If you're seeing this for the first time, you don't realize what's going on. Why? What she's doing when she's bent over looking at mm-hmm. at R two D two. You don't even think you don't even know his name yet, but you don't know what's going on. Like why? Why are they so important? You have no idea. You're just following along, right? Yeah, yeah. And this gold kind of help, like you know. Frankenstein walking. Butler. Yeah, Butler. Right. He's very pessimistic. <laughs> We're doomed. Yeah. He's, so, he's got a low look. You know, he's, got, he's definitely a glass half empty kind of guy. <laughs> and, well, and I love that you get that humor right away yeah. with him. You know, you can tell that this is going to be the comic relief. They introduce that right away. They introduce the intriguing bad guy right away. This guy dressed in black that yeah. breathes weird, has a menacing voice, can hold someone up just with one arm choking them. And then you got, obviously, this princess dressed in white. Right. You know, uh, that has something important. Uh, obviously, we know is the Death Star plans. Right. Is, I guess if it's not for the black and the white, you don't know who's who and what's what. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's a great use of, of colors and great visual uh, storytelling there. Yeah. Vader's just a good guy who just got put into the wrong suit. This <laughs> is wildly misunderstood. It's true. <laughs> so misunderstood. Um, and uh, I know you. 
You guys have seen the Family Guy Star Wars? <laughs> what are we paying by the laser? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what I. <laughs> I love how they point out like the little you know plot holes and stuff. It's yeah, just there were like, a lot of <laughs> shots fired, and I, I think maybe one or two rebels gets knocked out in that <laughs> opening scene. Yeah. Ah, that's hilarious. Uh, just... There's don't fire. There's no life forms aboard. <laughs> what are we charging by the laser? Yeah, that's great. Because um, that's the, well as a story, you have to come up with a reason. How do they get away, right? And then, right. okay, well, why aren't they going to shoot at them? I guess because, yeah, why? Why? But there must be a reason. Well, yeah. they start to explain <laughs> in the book um, uh, from a certain point of view that just came out uh, two years ago with the 40th anniversary. They kind of explain why they didn't shoot. I don't remember why, so it's probably bad to bring up. But no, yeah. They give reasons. They pretty much give reasons for the whole movie, why different things happen. Like, they give you the view of the gunner and why he didn't shoot. I, don't, I can't remember why he didn't yeah. shoot. Okay. There, there's a good reason why he didn't. Read the book. Well, yeah. for those who don't know, what is this book? It's called A Certain Point of View. So it's giving you the view of different things happening in the movie from, that, from, from their vantage point. So from the guys on the... Uh, other ship shooting, shooting down at okay. the ship at the um, slave one, right? No, that's both. Yeah, um, oh yeah, I, I forget what it's called. Yeah, okay, let's not about that. Okay, so it gives you the, their point of view. So then, when we get to uh, the Jawas in the next scene, when they find R two D two, they give you the point of view from them. So yeah, it just gives you so different vantage points. So it tells the story of the movie, but but through different points of view from characters that you didn't get from. Right, like it's kind of the yeah. background characters. Okay, from a cer- certain point of view. Right, a know? different point of view. <laughs> yeah. So rather, yes. you know, so like when, you know, the guy who Obi Wan chops off his arm in the cantina bar. You know, like you get his. There's story, a story like, about that. This guy bothers yeah. me. You know, this yes. old man is harassing right. me. Yeah, yeah, it, it's pretty intriguing. <laughs> yeah. there, you know, the little, the little. I was guy, joking. I don't know. The, yeah. the, the one <laughs> monster they show that's all gray with the puffball on his yeah, head yeah. and he has the little dingle thing <laughs> dingleberry at the bottom it is a they have a whole yeah. story just about him <laughs> oh, really yeah there's even just, a story about just one single jawa about how oh, he yeah. like lo- it's actually a really awesome story about he how he like wants to go out into space and like explore and like but that's not what jawas do you know huh. they're they're scavengers and they you know they're you know junk dealers and this is official star wars canon yep it's yes. official star wars canon and there's different writers for each chapters and stuff that have written different star wars books and stuff so yeah it's it's really cool i mean Fantastic. even if you just read a couple chapters you can pick and choose what chapters you want to read and stuff like nice. yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty cool um but uh but yeah definitely definitely check that book out um and uh, yeah it just adds to it yeah. just like rogue one added to you know certain plot holes about you know why there was a little hole in order you know why there was a weakness in the death star because uh not Jin or so Jin or so's father right. you know, put Galen it there so. Galen or so thank you um yeah, i think what it did was it took um a fantastic movie in star wars and and basically perfected it right it just added like another coat that it needed to completely yeah why because when you're watching this you're like well this this is a little ridiculous right <laughs> but yeah you get that how it does actually make sense somebody specifically put a weakness in right it wasn't it wasn't something that they overlooked it was oh. it was it was a design flaw right 
only two meters wide. Right. And yeah, but it, it's not even about the hole. It's about how it sets a chain reaction and everything, which, uh, which yeah, I just I love that part of Rogue One. And that's why I love Rogue One so much, again, because it does enhance the viewing experience of A New Hope, Definitely. even though this time around I was trying to watch it as a standalone, <laughs> know, you know, just to, to, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, well, again, watching Rogue One and, you know, the, the end of Rogue One and the beginning of A New Hope, it's just like insane how flawlessly it seems together. Um, so more 3PO and R2-D2 yep. They're kind of bickering like an old married couple. They land <laughs> off of the probe thingy, escape pod. You know, you go your way, I'm going to go my way. We'll see who turns out right. I mean, this is silly. <laughs> what the heck? Why, why, are they, why are they mad at each other and separating? It just cracks me up. I know. Yeah, it's yeah. Anthony Daniels as C-3PO just is genius work. And uh, yeah, it's just, again, just adds, you know, that little comedy element that's... Uh, Storytelling. And, and also, you know, George Lucas has always said this is a kid's film, you know? I mean, it's, it's, it's for kids and, you know, it, it gives kids something fun to look at and something fun to laugh at but here we are as big kids doing the same thing so um but uh but yeah yeah that's that's great you know that they're they're bickering one of the great duos in in movie history matt what do you think of the jawas um for what for being junk traders i guess it makes (laughs) sense i mean because i was watching this thinking like this is absurd right i mean these little (laughs) tiny guys are you know, bargaining with people to sell their stuff, but I guess they find stuff in the desert and uh, they make money off of that it. That giant vehicle. Yeah. Some thing is humongous. That must be where they live. I mean, uh, actually, Dave, it's called a sand crawler. Um, <laughs> um, so that sand crawler ends up uh, right outside the, the uh, moisture farm. Yeah. The moisture farm, you know, where they make their monies. <laughs> you okay, Dave? I'm just laughing. Because <laughs> I think of like a moisture farm. Like, what is that? They well, they're in the desert, so they're uh, absorbing whatever moisture is there and uh, are selling they, it. Are they getting it from out of the ground and bottling it? That's, Must be. Yeah. Well, Dave, we don't know the schematics. I mean, <laughs> we'll that would that just out. be ridiculous. I don't even think they call it a farm. I don't know what they ever do in just, the movie. Just, like, it might 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 have been in the novel because you know yeah. there's always a novel with a movie. And <laughs> yeah, because uh, his uncle says something about you know I need you for the next season of the harvest right, or whatever. Yeah. And, Uncle Owen, you know. what a dick! And, <laughs> <laughs> He's just the biggest douche there is. Yeah. I mean, Won't let him go to Tashi one. Station. Yeah, he has you a can, point though. He, you can waste time with your friends later. <laughs> I'm going to play devil's advocate here, though. He knows who his father is. He yeah. knows what he turned into. He, he was knows there, he was there when his, when Luke's father killed all those sand. Uh, Tuscan Raiders and everything. Yeah, that's true. Exactly, and yeah, he yeah. So he he knows all that, and uh, and he knows Obi Wan is there still. He yeah. you know he tells Luke that he oh he died a long time time ago, but according to the comics, um, he uh, he knows Obi Wan's in Tatooine and is looking over uh, Luke in a way. Yeah, and Obi Wan um, certainly doesn't have kind words for Uncle Owen. He's like, yeah. oh, your stupid uncle will never <laughs> let you do this. Right. Blah blah blah. So. We, we, your argument is is that Owen is in his own way trying to protect him. Yeah, definitely, because, he's trying, trying to protect Luke. Yeah, now that makes sense, you know, narrative wise, putting it all together. But I don't know that that comes across here. He seems like more of a neglectful. You know, this is like my foster kid. You know, yeah, almost like you know, I need you for my my right. selfish, selfish reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I but, need you for the harvest. Right. But then Aunt Brew's always there to say he's just a boy. Yeah, yeah. to serve the blue milk. I mean, yep, yeah, blue that's milk. What she's there for. She's making like fennel soup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What? It, well, yeah. What, what, <laughs> what, 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 what is this stuff? And 
speaking of which, yeah. I, you wanted to say something about their living quarters? Yeah, I was just kind of watching it because <laughs> when the Jawas come up and they're buying uh, 3PO and, and R2, there's Luke, Luke, <laughs> and uh, Luke's go, Luke goes running. Well, because they're okay, there's like, the, what, what are their living quarters? It's there's all like, underground. Yeah, well, there's like that there's igloo, a hut, like yeah. an igloo thing, sort of. Yeah, hot igloo thing. That they yeah, come out of, but then not really right next to it, but f- sort of farther along is a big hole where they I don't know what they do. That's where they have outdoor activities. <laughs> but then, but then there's like a series of tunnels surrounding that hole that go yeah. in and out. So this place must be like some massive compound. It seems. I, like. I wonder if they're well off. I don't know. You know, I mean, they moisture farm sounds like a good <laughs> a job, yeah, especially business. in the desert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how how they live. I mean, I've, they have I enough mean, money to have droids working for them. They do, mm-hmm. but they need to buy. They can't buy top of the line droids. They're right, buying these right. hand, hand yeah. me downs. Or maybe Owen's just cheap. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely cheap. Very cheap. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's one of those things you think about it for, yeah. with fresh eyes. Is like, what exactly is this place that they're living in? It seems pretty neat. You know, it must be right. very hot, and it obviously makes sense to live underground, and they need to have some sort of security. So. <laughs> that igloo is still there. It's still in tu- Tunisia. Is that where they filmed this? I think that's right. Yeah, uh, yes. and yeah, I think people can visit it and you stuff. Can. And interesting, uh, I probably will never be near that country. Mm, my com- the the company I work for has a plant there. Ooh, so there you go. Let's do it. If you ever do it, good just, excuse. Uh, take a picture. Yeah, and yeah. send it to me. Okay, <laughs> you can just Google it and say, "Oh, look, I took look this it. picture. I was here. <laughs> Flew halfway around the world for the stupid igloo in the sand. What a goddamn waste of time!" <laughs> um, so yeah, they buy they buy the droids. They try to buy this cheap red droid at first that has a this one has a bad power converter or something. Bad or motivator. Motivator. Sorry, yeah. And uh, yeah, so the, right away you get whiny Luke, whiny Mark Hamill. He's not the greatest actor in this movie. Um, you know, uh, I was about to go to Tashi Station to get some power converters. <laughs> um, so yeah, we get uh, we get the whininess, we get the bad dialogue, everything like that. Um, but yeah, they end up buying R two and C three PO. He's cleaning them up and sees a video of, of Princess Leia, uh, and, which sorry, I just want to say. All the goings on here, I think that's what I'm saying. All this is just really weird. All the stuff on screen. There's all these moving droids. Everyone's going back and forth. It's just, what the hell is happening in this movie at some point? <laughs> I know? don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you, again, we, we obviously know, but yeah, when yeah. you're actually just trying to watch it with fresh eyes and a standalone, it's like, yeah, what is going on? Um, but, I mean, obviously, I don't know, maybe we're just being... To, yeah, we are for fun. We like that, yeah. yeah but I mean, uh, <laughs> we, I, yeah, from from the outside, if you can't tell, we love these movies. We yeah. love them from our childhood, so it's kind of fun to you know look at them. From yeah, just maybe a different perspective. Definitely, Matt, you, you agreeing here? I or, agree. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he agrees. Um, Devil's advocate. <laughs> the uh, so yeah, they, they get the little uh, a snippet of the message from Princess Leia. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Yeah. So we you know kind of get a glimpse of what she was you know putting into that you know into R two D two. Um, and then uh, Luke has a conversation with his aunt and uncle, and then that's when uh, his uncle says about, "I need you for another season," you know, because yeah. he's saying, "I want to go to the academy," which that's that's the Imperials, that's the Empire, you know, you don't right. wants, that's that's the army essentially. Um, yeah, he wants to be a pilot, and he yeah. just wants to get out and go fly, right? Yeah. Uh, which uh, Star Wars Rebels touched on that uh, quite a bit about you know what the academy was and stuff like. 
just because you're a part of the empire doesn't mean you're necessarily a bad person, you know. And that's why I like how the canon stuff has touched on that. Oh, interesting. I like um, to see some movies explore that angle. Yeah, too. definitely. Um, but uh, but yeah, then you know he says he can't go, and that's when you get the, the famous you know binary sunset scene. Great glimpse, a uh, great cinematography of Luke looking out to the stars, looking out to the sky about you know just what else is out there. You know, I'm stuck on this farm, and he belongs out. You know, he belongs out there. You know. I- yeah, it's most beautiful. I would agree. It's yeah, most moving. Thank you. Yeah, and the score. Yeah. I mean, that's what the dual makes suns. It. Yeah, it's, you're in a foreign place, but you've got a familiar feeling. It's like I just want to go go out there. And yeah. What's you know what's next for me? Definitely. Longing. Yep. Um, and uh, as I think Matt was about to say earlier about uh, R two escapes, right? Because he needs to find this Obi Wan. He needs to find Obi Wan, and uh, they do find him. It's where we learn about something about the Clone Wars. Uh, we have no idea what that means. Um, you fought with my father at the, at the, you know, during the Clone Wars. Um, says how Darth Vader betrayed and murdered his father. Well, but I love this conversation with him and, and Obi Wan. He's like, you know, your uncle sucks. Here's this sword, and yeah. you know, your dad's dead. And uh, I don't know. It's just. All the stuff he's throwing at him. <laughs> Here's and I, the sword. Swing it around. Don't cut anything. <laughs> You're like, we got to go to Alderaan. It looks like, I'm not going to Alderaan. <laughs> I love that line. Yeah. Um, do you think, did, does Luke know that, or does George Lucas know that Darth Vader's his father at this point? I really don't think so. Yeah. He says he had it all written, but I think when this movie became a hit, then he had something to go on. Yeah. Because, yeah, why would he have Obi-Wan word it that way? Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> you know. Uh, so that's why they had to add in from a certain point of view later yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what Obi Wan tells him. Yeah, he says, uh, "So what I told you was true from a certain point of view." And that was two movies later, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So the question is: Is Obi Wan purposely withholding the fact that he knows, you know, what, what, what we all know, to Luke just to lure Luke into the battle? <laughs> sort of. It sure seems like it. it. Yeah. I mean, once we know what we know, but. As this movie is a standalone, from yeah, from the no, point of, yeah, no, I don't he's, think so either. He's right. Just a crotchety old man. <laughs> that's what, although that's Vader, what he is. the name Vader means is like a, a German play word, on father. Yeah, German word for father, so, I believe. Yes, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we will probably never know for sure. You know, unless we get George on the show. Yeah, well, we're, we're working yeah. on it. You know, we'll see what we'll Come see what on. happens. <laughs> well, we've got our Lucasfilm expert here. We're yeah. Um, so yeah, he gets in cahoots with uh, not cahoots. Cahoots means you're against someone, right? Um, he, he gets to be a little friendly he with uh, Obi Wan. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> um, but yeah, you, you get get the first glimpse of a lightsaber, which is a cool little scene. Um, what? Uh, where are we going from here? <laughs> well, so wait. Well, now they decide to go to Alderaan. They need to. I got a question. Though. Yeah, please. Just back up. Just to back up a second on what Obi, what Lucas thinks Obi Wan knows. Why is Obi Wan there otherwise, other than to watch out for Luke? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, why is this random Jedi out there? I don't know the answer, but no, I, no. That's why I'm I, I'm thinking that's a good point to bring up in the fact you know to support the argument that he did know that you know Vader was his father and that. Because, yeah, why is this random Jedi out there otherwise, you know? Um, or was he just there? Uh, probably not, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I don't know. He's just this old dude hanging out, waiting to tell him 
I mean, it is a little weird, though. Yeah, but but I, I love how they, you know, especially with what, you know, when you do think of the other movies, how Obi-Wan tells them how, you know, be- Vader betrayed, and then he, you know, helped wipe out the remaining Jedi, uh, which was, you know, I love I love that lore within the lore. Yeah, you know? definitely. It's uh, it's definitely cool. Um, it's like glorious time that was right. You know, yeah. Um, and then yeah, Luke shows uh, Vader or um, R two finally shows uh, Obi Wan the full message, and then uh, basically it's Leia saying, you know, we need help from Obi Wan. You know, it's uh, which we learn how she found out about him through uh, Rogue One. Again, yeah. you know, told us about it, which was great. Um, I never thought that Rogue One was even needed, and then when it happened, it was like, "Wow, this is a revelation! Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like, yeah, perfect, definitely." <laughs> um, and then, uh, so where do we go from here, guys? Uh, I know well, they're moving. They gotta get off, and they gotta find a way to to go deliver. Uh, yeah, they, they need first the planes. They find, they find the Jawa Sandcrawler all shot up. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, because Obi Wan saying, "Luke, you must call, come with me to Alderaan." He's like, "I can't. I got a family. You know, I got, I got, you know, things to do. I got responsibilities here." Um, and uh, and yeah, they they come across the Sandcrawler with all the Jawas dead, and you know, uh, uh, Obi Wan using his detective skills says these are side by side. Uh, uh, sand, uh, sand people crawl in uh, single file to hide their numbers. That's my best Obi Wan impression. Yeah, also like John Lennon. Is this also with the? He talks about how um, the stormtroopers are really accurate with their blasters. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he's confused. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's an old man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and the uh, these the, aren't the clone stormtroopers. The, 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 no. the desert really aged him very very terribly. fast. Yes, when you look at uh, <laughs> Jimmy Smiths from uh, Jimmy Rogue Smith's- One versus Revenge of the Sith, <laughs> yeah. and then you look at Obi Wan Ewan McGregor from Revenge of the Sith to a new hope it's like whoa yeah rogue, rogue one jimmy smith's looks the same <laughs> yeah exactly much, yeah. Uh, it's just a uh, luxury on alderaan versus you know the the terrible son of tatooine i guess that's what it does to you so luke realizes that they might have been led to his house if they found yeah. the jawas they must know where these droids were sold to run home to aunt Beru. that would lead them back home, home. <laughs> um, Luke, which no. you get a devastating scene again the score you see luke going there and then the you see this yeah, smoke that, coming from that when i was a kid room. seeing those skeletons all burnt up was like i couldn't keep my eyes wide enough i would always stare at it like whoa yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's intense yeah seriously yeah especially for kids and then when he comes back he says you know i i there's nothing for me here now you know i want to become a jedi just like my father let's do this yep and uh, so yeah, that's 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 a very important scene in this movie. It's the kind of the turning point, you know, where the the hero finally gets his motivation to to do it. You know, he's reluctant at first. You know, typical hero's journey, reluctant at first, and then he has the motivation to finally decide to go for you know his destiny, quote unquote. Yeah, definitely. Um, but we. During, I mean, before all this, I mean, we got stuff going on in the Death Star. We got like meetings and stuff with uh, the freaking uh, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. We haven't we haven't mentioned Grand Moff Tarkin. He's yet. one of your favorite characters, Ben. Yes, he is. And there's a the, the the scene where they're sitting at the table. Yep. And Darth Vader's in there with him. There's an empty chair. 
which would have been Krennic's chair. Oh. But he uh, kind of died on yep. the uh, other Scarif. Scarif. Scarif yeah. Yeah. I wanted to say Sarlacc. I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> Sarlacc, yeah. And I'm the expert. Yeah. <laughs> Sarlacc planet. <laughs> Sarlacc planet. Um, but uh, Interesting. But, but yeah, you, you get them kind of you know arguing about the space station, about... This is the ultimate power in Your the old universe. sorcerer ways, Lord Vader. Yeah. I love that guy. He's so annoying. <laughs> and then he gets choked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. That's when you find the power of Vader. But then, that's why I love Tarkin because why? Why is this guy who knows this magical powers listening to this this old guy? Because he's he he respects him. You know, yeah. it's 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 about respect. It's not just about I'm stronger than you. You know, I respect you. And again, to go into canon, I know I've mentioned this many times on the show. Read the book Tarkin because that really uh, gives you a better idea of why Darth Vader respects him so much. Um, so definitely uh, check that out. That makes me wonder: Was there an emperor? Did Lucas know of an emperor? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, did they ever mention the emperor in A New Hope? No, I don't believe no, so. He wasn't mentioned. Yeah, because I mean, I think people mention that as one of the m- big twists in films is uh, how Darth Vader wasn't the big bad in Star Wars. Ultimately, like it was, it was the emperor. You know, there was there was a mastermind behind him even. Um, but yeah, I just love how, uh, I just love Tarkin. Peter yeah. Cushing does a great job as him, you yeah. know, uh, handling Leia, the way he talks to her, interrogating her about where the rebel base is. Yeah. And she tells him, but he's like, ah, that still won't be a good enough demonstration for this battle station. I'm still going to destroy your planet. Oh, I love this. Cause <laughs> Dantooine. Yeah. On Dantooine. It's like, well, you know, we really don't want to have to go all the way over there to verify. So since we're here, let's just blow this planet yeah. up. Let's now. just blow up all yeah, the just like, eh. yeah, let's just I didn't I really didn't think she would tell us, so <laughs> yeah. just yeah. enough chance. <laughs> and uh th- this is where uh th- th- was Lucas just not creative enough? He was just like uh George Lucas uh Tatooine. Uh this one's a Dantooine. Dantooine. Yeah. <laughs> um so but uh but, yeah just uh, I love Tarkin. I think he's just a uh, no nonsense guy, and well, that reminds he, you of he even names. has authority over. Va- he even tells Vader to release the guy when he's choking him. You know, yeah, he has control. Yeah, definitely. Power. Yeah, and which yeah, I find very compelling. Oh, they always say about making him. Na- it reminds me of Game of Thrones, like Mance Raider. Like that's like that sounds like a Star Wars name, right? Yeah, like it, it describes what the guy is. You know, like. Bob Scoundrel or something. <laughs> well, Han Solo. He had no family name. He's Solo. Yep. Speaking Same of idea. which, we're going to meet him. Yeah. We're going to meet him on and Panda Bobo. <laughs> Panda Boo Boo. Butt face. We're going to meet him on uh, Lantoween. Is, is that where we meet? Oh, no. Tatooine. No. I thought that was uh, a, there was a third planet. Most likely Spaceport. Yep. Spaceport, guys. Um, no, most a place with vile treachery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and man. Then, Scum and villainy. And, we're, yeah. we're getting it wrong. But. Uh, well, yeah, we're just, I think uh, the combination yeah. of words is there somewhere. <laughs> Put them together. <laughs> yeah. When you edit, just... Uh, the most wretched hive of scum and villainy. There yes, we go. Yes, yeah. you win. <laughs> yes, high fives all Double around. There we go. Executed. Uh, but yeah, this is real cool because, you know, he, he explains it to him and this is where we get the first glimpse of what a Jedi yeah. is capable of. This is after we see what a Dark Force user can do, chokes people with the Force. But now we see what a Jedi is capable of, and that's Jedi mind trick. Yeah, really cool. Um, and I like we get into the cantina. We see this, you know, this sort of weird scene 
And then Obi-Wan's talking to this dog monkey about something. <laughs> dog monkey. Dog monkey. <laughs> and then we see the droids. There's droid discrimination. On, droids uh, are not allowed here. Who can come and go. You know, this really still s- offends me. Civil rights for droids. Yep. <laughs> still offends me. Um, yeah. So, yeah. You, get, you, got, you see all these cool creatures, cool characters in the cantina, uh, which was, is, is great when you're a kid. Also creepy, too. And that music is classic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> You got the. There's just so. That's one thing I have uh, uh, wrong with the. One problem I have with the sequel trilogy is just like how many freaking species are there in this galaxy? Like they keep coming out with new ones, yeah. which I know they want to just show off and stuff. There's different species and stuff. So you like, want to see more of the same? That you well, got, a you little got bit, yeah, like you I know, reintroduce that. you know some of the oh yeah, like, characters. Oh you know, this we one saw. from here and yeah. that's this part. Yeah, yeah, like the hammerhead guy and right. stuff. Like there's got to be more around. Like show well, them again. In the prequels, you just watch the uh, Senate meetings. Yeah, that's They're true. Yeah, <laughs> even ET is in yes. this. So. Um, but yeah, this is where you get all them, and then you get that conversation with Luke and uh, Panta Boo Boo, yeah, uh, and uh, Doctor Esteban, Esteban, we'll call him. De- uh, uh, I don't like you. I don't like you. <laughs> I've got the. He don't death- like you either. I got the death sentence in three systems or something, <laughs> and uh, that's when we get uh, Obi Wan chopping off an arm. Bit of a badass. I know. Not badass afraid. move. Yep. And he then everyone care. just moves on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone just <laughs> like nothing happened. Yeah, that one guy's got like that hookah smoking thing and you you just it's like oh okay no that just happened this is normal (laughs) and i guess they called the cops sort of and they come later yeah the stormtroopers yeah happens yeah exactly uh but yeah this is where we obviously meet han solo because uh luke and obi-wan are there to get a ship they need they need a ship to get off of uh tatooine and that dog monkey that obi-wan was talking to is actually han's guy Chewbacca, right. the almighty Chewbacca. <laughs> um, that's when we learned that the Millennium Falcon is plenty fast enough. Ran the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. That's mm-hmm. true. Which, to, I'll be honest, I never knew that 12 parsecs meant a, a, a unit of distance. I always thought that was a time. Yeah. Like, he did it in 12 parsecs. Like, wow, that was fast. But yeah. no, that's the distance of time, thanks to the movie Solo, because I had no clue. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they'd say that in the Family Guy uh, thing, too, um, and kind of make fun of that, too. But um, So what is what was the ultimate resolution there, that they, he was able to do it in the shortest distance? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no one's because ever been he able to. He could cut the corners. Right. Because it was like, uh, I for, my memory is hazy now because I kind of forgot most of that movie. <laughs> it's Kessel Run. What is, what is going on there? It's like a nebula or some yeah. stuff that is yeah. hard to maneuver It's something around. very dangerous, and the fastest way through is to cut through it, and right. that's what he did. Nobody had ever been able to do that. Everyone it's always been 31 parsecs. <laughs> to, me, to, to me, that doesn't mean that the ship is fast. Now that I know that he's a good pilot, right? Right, but, but it doesn't mean the ship is fast. He was no, talking about how fast it was, right. and then he did the twelve parsecs. I think parsecs change stories when they brought out this movie. Well, well I guess yeah. in a way that's like saying um, I can get from here to Detroit in I don't know, call it a thousand miles, whereas most everyone else they go it they do twelve hundred, yeah, or something like that. that's yeah. impossible. There's no shortcut two hundred <laughs> miles. You need a wormhole. Yeah. Oh, you forgot about those. But that still so. doesn't explain fast. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, because he even says well, like if you're going at the same speed, but you can do it in a shorter. Distance, he doesn't say he doesn't say I'm the pilot who did that. He says <laughs> it's the ship that did that. You know, no, so. that's no goddamn. Yeah. Everybody in the world thought about time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's very true. So, what are the thoughts on intro- it, trying to look at this from fresh eyes, seeing Han Solo 
uh, right off the bat. I think it's a great intro. I like him from the start. Yeah. 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 He's, he, he seems like the most normal person. Cocky. The right. He's cocky, but you know, I don't know. It's hard to see it with fresh eyes, but. I know, I know. <laughs> but know, he has like a regular guy persona. I think. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's the least space person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah kind of from Earth. It, yes. It gives a real world feel. That's a perfect. Yeah. Yes. A real world feel to the universe where people can now relate to. You know, you got. He's uh, sarcastic. He's, right. You know. He's almost like he's sort of like you being like this world makes no goddamn sense. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, and, they, and it shows how cool he is too cuz you can talk about it if you want but after he kills Greedo, he just goes up to the uh bartender and says sorry for your trouble and oh, throws some money down yeah. and walks yeah. out. <laughs> so the Greedo thing do we want to yeah, I mean talk on that or Yeah, I I always loved this as a kid, you know, the little Greedo scene, you know, we we understand that he has a bounty on him from Jabba the Hut. Yeah. Uh, so we hear Job of the Hutt through all three movies in we this do. trilogy. Um, we get to see him in this one, too, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, the only uh, uh, saving grace of that is it was actually filmed for the movie. They just deleted it, and then they added it after, so it makes me but then they have had less to, of a problem. But they had to add that the uh, animation, the hump where yeah. he stands on his tail. Yeah. And, the animation is, is bad. Um, no. None of it looks and if good. And if you looked at Side by Side from... Theatrical release to Blu-ray, how much Jabba changed? Yeah. He's very I, green yeah, in this when, In 97, when it came out, I thought it was amazing. Like, yeah. oh, man, this looks great. And then when you now if you look at it, it looks terrible. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, especially the puppet in, you know, 1983. Still looks good. Yeah, it still looks good. Um, I mean, but this scene as a whole, I mean, graphics aside, I mean, was it needed? No. No. Yeah. Did it ruin it? No. No. Because you so. learn everything you need to learn from Greedo. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that that's that's what the Greedo scene serves. I mean, unless for callback sense where you're doing a trilogy and you know that this is going to be a main villain in part three, and you, so you need to show him... What, but even... What does that mean? Does his health deteriorate to the point where he couldn't walk? Or, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I don't really understand the creature or... The, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, why is he so fearsome? Well, when you really think of it, uh, other than having a bounty, I mean, he, he really didn't really serve much of a purpose in 3 either. The, three, the, the story in 3 is just about Luke destroying... Vader, yeah, and, like that. That that first hour of that movie, like it could have been as, cut in half. As a yeah. kid, that's still my favorite. Yeah, exactly. Hour of yeah. all Star Wars movies, probably. We were faced with that reality when we did an episode on it, and I'm sitting here for a show, and normally I'm, you know, I'm taking note. I'm like, what the hell is what yeah. is this? <laughs> it doesn't do anything. Like, it just gets Han Solo back. Is right. All it does. No. That's really all it is. Yeah. We <laughs> could have just grabbed him and left. And, like, <laughs> and if Harrison Ford had his way, he'd never be back. Yeah, yeah I know. He's grumpy, though. <laughs> He's just a grumpy guy. <laughs> but he keeps coming back for his old roles. You got Blade Runner, you got Indy. Yeah, but he's in it for the money. But, anyways. Ben, I think it's time for our bad movie takes on Twitter. Yeah, let's let's get into this, some, some uh, Twitter questions uh, before we get into uh, more of the movie. Bad Twitter takes. Tweet, tweet. Bad Twitter takes. Tweet, tweet. Bad. That's what it takes on this movie. We asked for unpopular opinions about Star Wars A New Hope on Twitter, and a lot of you responded... They did, but they're all their terrible answers. And they're all wrong. Well, and no one's going to listen now because they just heard our bad Twitter takes jingle. Bad Twitter takes jingle. And Dave is the one that always wants to end the show early, and he just keeps it going. I do. So the first one we get is from Movie Reviews in 20 Q's podcast. Thank you. Uh, the Rebel Alliance are a bunch of racists. Otherwise, <laughs> Chewie would have gotten a medal, too. Oh, just wrong. terrible. Why is that wrong? 
Well, think about it. Luke <laughs> Luke was a pilot of the X-Wing, blew up the Death Star. Han Solo, pilot of the Millennium Falcon, shot down a couple TIE fighters. And then Chewbacca was just the co-pilot. <laughs> Did he shoot Death, uh, Darth Vader's ship at the end? Uh, yes, he sends it spinning. Yeah. But well, think about it. Might have been a ricochet. Right. Han Solo did. Han freaking Solo. Yes. Chewbacca is the co-pilot. Think about when you win the Super Bowl. Who's on the stand? The, the coach, the quarterback, and a defensive player. Right. Not the assistant coach. Okay. That's true. So this That's isn't true. a human versus Wookiee issue. This okay. is a pilot versus pilot. co-pilot Co-pilot issue. is nobody. So well, movie reviews in 20 Qs podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was a bad Twitter, Twitter take. take. <laughs> oh God! God. Right, so, I apologize, um, right. but, but yeah, I we mean, we can still fight for co-pilot rights, sh- though. Uh, that's yes, true. That could be a racism <laughs> thing. But he he helped save the princess. I don't think it was all about destroying the Death Star. He helped save the princess. I think it was about destroying the Death Star. I, I th- think he deserved the medal. <laughs> yes, I do. Too. And then this is my, then my other take is the dude was too tall, so he couldn't bend. He couldn't bend down low enough for her to put it on. So they said, P- "You know what? For the movie, let's okay. just do these two dudes." P- Peter Mayhew, may he rest in peace. Also, yep. Carrie Fisher, two of them dead. Now, also Kenny Baker, who played R two D two, right? Because we're bad Twitter takes. Tweet tweet. Uh, our buddy Ryan Terry, <laughs> Ryan L. Terry, said it's an American western set in space. It's not really an unpopular opinion. Then someone. Uh, replied to him to dude review i don't much like westerns or science fiction yet this is my favorite movie what does that say about this masterpiece and then ryan l terry said i neither find it <laughs> what's happening we're not narr- narrating the thread what's going on i just want to read it okay. i neither find it to be science fiction nor a masterpiece but i believe what you probably enjoy most is the impeccable casting. That's what I've long since felt is the strongest element in this future fantasy movie. Right, well, casting. Let's talk about casting. I mean, wh- well, I don't know how you don't say it's not science fiction, but from the uh, I don't know who, who replied to Ryan. Uh, two dude review. I think he said he's not a big science fiction or western guys, but there's a blend there. So I I get that where yeah. it's. I mean, it's just a hero's journey. It's just mythology all gobbled up into right. one. So yeah. Uh, the casting, I, I don't know. Uh, I, c- I couldn't imagine anyone else being those characters, though. True. I could imagine. No, I can't imagine anyone else. But uh, Mark Hamill, I would say he's fairly interchangeable. Yeah. Um, Han Solo, definitely Harrison Ford, adds all the credibility right. to this film. Uh, uh, Car- and Carrie Fisher, too. Carrie Fisher, yeah. She's she's a lot stronger in this role than than I remember. Yeah. Um, you That's know, one hell she, of a rescue operation. I yeah, love her. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah she, and she's like, oh, I, General Tar- or Grand Moff Targan, how did I know you'd be holding yeah. uh, Vader's leash? You're like pretty she short wasn't for a stormtrooper. Yeah. Like, she was a Just, strong female character in the yeah. 70s. Without doing absurd, acrobatic, you know, kick ass Right. Just through her force of personality right. and will and acting ability. They didn't make her go sexy until the 80s. Right. Yeah, that's true. With the bikini. Because we're bad Twitter takes. Um, we have uh, JMS at Springer1233. Get this, guys. Maybe this is the new show, Get though. this. Yeah, the this. show is just bad Twitter takes. Or, tweet, tweet. Yeah, if I could read them without you interrupting, maybe, yeah, it could be the show. After you, Ben. Rafe, get this, guys. Ray, Finn, and Poe were better characters. And then in quotes, wash my mouth out with soap now. I believe they're joking about that yeah more bleach than okay soap. yeah we're yeah we're that's gonna a mar- great bad that's a great that's bad a side. great bad twitter take tweet, tweet. <laughs> ray finn and poe were better characters yeah that is um, a bad take I yeah it's a very bad take very. i don't um, even know how to ex- 
talk about yeah, that. Well yeah. done. They wouldn't exist well, if it wasn't yeah. for the right. originals. That's what we're looking yeah. for here. Good job. Um, which we should talk. We should talk about the movie as we're do- going. I mean, I love the dynamic with Han Solo and, and Princess Leia. How <laughs> you know Han Solo is always you know the idea that Ray Finn <laughs> would be better is so dumb. <laughs> yes, he's well done, princess. And this is a, this is what we're asking for. We're asking for your stupid opinion, so, right? Exactly. Well, did, well, so did Ryan give us a bad opinion? Or did no, he didn't. Okay. Yeah, like when anyway, when <laughs> like, and I like Han Solo making fun of Luke and stuff. Like when he shoots a Tie Fighter, I got him. <laughs> Don't get cocky, yeah. kid. <laughs> he don't get and cocky, then the whole yeah. thing about the n- n- not believing in the Force and yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's classic Han Solo, classic uh, cocky guy. All right, what's another bad? Uh... You don't want to talk about the characters. That's fine, Dave. Um, no, it's fine. Uh, Cooking with <laughs> Grief podcast. Uh, it was great in spite of George Lucas, not because. So it was great in spite of him. Uh, and then he said, okay, that's harsh. He obviously was the uh, driving force behind it. But after watching the behind-the-scenes doc, he couldn't be as hands-on as he wanted. He didn't like the effects, and the actors often ignored his directions. Yeah. So what do you guys think about him, the movie being great in spite of George Lucas, not because? This one seems like a genuine one. And a story that I heard is that uh, the initial cut of this movie was terrible. And his wife then, who is now his ex-wife, was actually the editor of the film and made this movie of what you see today. As we talked about, George Lucas is a great ideas man. Doesn't seem like he's really a great director. Good producer, good writer, good ideas guy. So I can possibly... I'll do a half buy-in on that one. Okay. But I think until 97, everyone thought George Lucas was the greatest. So when he had time to think about it and edit it, then everyone was said, oh, it was good in spite of him. But up until that point, for right. 30 years, yeah, everyone yeah. thought he was yeah, you know, he was great. amazing. Yeah. Right. No, yeah, I, I agree yeah, with that, I think that he just too. started going crazy um, with old age. <laughs> that's yeah i mean that's true um yeah i mean i i don't think it was good in spite of him i think no, I, especially the first movie i think he did you know it, it, it was a lot of him i know the studios were involved in the in the story his story was altered a lot you know from his original right concept but the actual idea came from him and, and you he know. had a sense in empire to hand it off to another director which right. was the best move of his career. Right, exactly. Uh, Nick Paladichuk uh, says, too much droid-on-droid dialogue. <laughs> that really? Ad- that added to the movie. Yeah, yeah that was, <laughs> like, as we talked yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, If you didn't have that, these movies are through their eyes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, when you think about the old uh, uh, Japanese martial arts movies that George Lucas took the mythology from, there was always these two bumbling idiots that kind of the story was through their right. eyes. And that's how these movies went. And if you didn't have that, I don't think you would have as good of a movie. Yeah, I think this is a bad take. Yeah. Tweet, tweet. They're the, a good one. I think <laughs> bad Twitter take. Terrible. Tweet, tweet. <laughs> it's a button. <laughs> I know, we need a button. That that. Um, yeah, that's that's terrible. Terrible take. Sorry, <laughs> Thank dude. You. Um, Thank you for that terrible <laughs> Thank you for being on the show. Yes, uh, but yeah, that yeah. I mean, that, it's the comedy relief, the comedic relief. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, you need that. Uh, this guy, I think, is just trolling us. Uh, Colby Mac, it, at Colby Told I hope me. they're all trolling us, actually. Yeah, he, the idea. He, he said Attack of the Clones is better. <laughs> Absolutely, much better movie. Better story, yeah. better directed. Uh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I Thank mean, you. I don't sure. even know why we're wasting time on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, attack of the... Yeah, that's, he's, that's a troll. That, that's a troll. But it is a bad take. <laughs> that's a bad take. Thank you. <laughs> this, one, this one is a... This, is, this has been a classic question. Uh, 
Um, so the Hera Club podcast asked, I need closure on Chewie's penis. Is it like a man dick or a, or a red rocket like a dog? Oh. This isn't a question. This isn't a bad Twitter take. This is just a question, you right. know, a genuine question. This is closure um, than all of us. I think need. let's look at I'm saying- a gorilla. Silverback gorilla. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know what it is, but it's not dog. It's not red. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm, I'm going. He's more of a man. I'm going red rocket. Really? No, red that's, rocket. That's, that's not right. I don't like it. Uh, it's not strong enough. Um, I'm saying, I'm saying like a man dick. <laughs> Where is he keeping um, it? It's under uh, the hair. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, why there's so much hair. <laughs> Who asked us that? Uh, that was the Hera Club podcast. I love you guys. Um, uh, <laughs> then someone responded to them. The Book of Nout podcast said, "I'd say more like a lipstick than a rocket." Yeah, lipstick. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> Uh, okay, so this one, this one is uh, is more along is the lines crazy. of uh, bad Twitter take assassinations podcast cringeworthy dialogue. Alec Guinness hated the film. Uh, quote: New rubbish dialogue reaches me every other day, and none of it makes my character clear or even bearable. Yeah. Unquote. I loved this movie when I was little, but this is nothing more than a very silly kids movie. Oof, rough. He's true about the dialogue and Alec Guinness, but if it's just a stupid kids movie, then why are we still talking about it? Because we were stupid right. kids and now no. we're so can't get, get I'm not a kid it. no more. <laughs> I ain't no kid no more. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's interesting. Yeah, cringeworthy dialogue. I can I can there go is, with there's that. There's some but, of it, but not all of it. That was the Harrison Ford saying, "You can write this, but we can't say it." Yeah, they have no backup to them saying it's a very silly kids movie. Back that up. Tell us why it's a silly kids movie. You know, the I, Jawas. I, yeah, I mean, it's it's not. It's it's again the classic hero's journey. It's it's got adventure. It's got uh, you know that uh, the the mythology. The 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 uh, it's got depth. It's got. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just, it has so much to it. And, uh, yeah, for it to be just a silly kids movie, because I had no idea what was going on when I was a kid watching it. I had no idea what the Death Star plans were and, you know, things like that. Uh, I liked it because of R2D2 and C3PO and Chewbacca and things like that. But then when I get older, I appreciate the more of about the mythology and the lore and, and, and you know, the, the hero's journey and everything like that. Absolutely. So that was a bad Twitter take. Tweet, tweet. Uh, Milwaukee <laughs> Mob responded to that tweet. He said, nothing wrong with a silly, fun film now uh, on only film like Reds in 1900. I don't know what that means. Um, Thanks for reading that one. Dude, <laughs> do, 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 do you want to handle this? No. <laughs> uh, ITM Obi-Wan killed Uncle Owen. That's your Twitter handle? Anyways, uh, <laughs> ITM Obi-Wan killed Uncle Owen in Amperu writes, given that the stormtroopers are absurdly terrible at hitting people with their blasters, <laughs> it's clear Obi-Wan killed Uncle Owen in Amperu <laughs> and framed them so Luke would go with him on his adventures. Stormtroopers can't speak Jawa. Oh, that is hilarious because it was just what I was just saying. He's manipulating this kid. Your uncle sucks. Your dad's dead. All this stuff. It was all an elaborate <laughs> plan. He killed Aunt Peru and Uncle Owen. I be- I'm, that, I'm a believer now. That's a funny Twitter take. We, we really appreciate it. <laughs> that um yeah that's like that's a good one was this in the book Matt? no it was not in the book i i, I think that the stormtroopers did it uh they they gassed them out and burned them down yeah i mean obi-wan said that uh blasters were uncivilized and, and- 
Also, also, the stormtroopers did kill all the rebels on that ship at the beginning of the movie, even yeah, if that, you say they're a bad shot. They're really bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a, it's a, it's that a unique, a unique uh, thought in theory. That one gets a retweet uh, <laughs> or something. Uh, this is great. This opening crawl says the pressure maintenance hatch in the trash compactor three two six six three eight two seven was a, was a, was originally going to be three two six three eight three seven. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what they said. That's really important. Uh, Thank you for letting us know that. Uh, at no. <laughs> That was it. Dinarb. That was the tweet. Yeah. Uh, Why did you read that? Thank you. Well, no, it's good. That's a good. It's, fu- good it's piece funny, of Matthew. Somebody. It's probably real. And I don't even know why. Uh, Faux fright podcast says Luke Skywalker is an insufferable. Yes, it's true. He is whiny. Yeah. He is whiny. I, he, I wouldn't call him insufferable. No, though. no. I mean, he's whiny, he but he, he, he gets better as he goes along. I, becomes yeah. that dark Jedi he, and. Yeah, well, yeah, in the but trilogy, even but within even, the movie, though, yeah, within the movie, yeah, I think he's great. I love when they're dressed up as stormtroopers. That's great. Love the scene with Han Solo, you know, saying, uh, you know, uh, we're all just great. A, yeah. We're fine. Situation normal. How are you? <laughs> yeah, like, great scene from Harrison Ford. Kid, there. we got company. Yeah, he was uh, really funny throughout. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Jobby King said Greedo shot first. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. Sure did. Um, the Book of Nout <laughs> podcast said it's not very good. Joseph Campbell's hero myth word for word. Adventure by numbers. Not that fun. Maybe the most overrated film. And then he said, am I doing it right? Yep. Absolutely. Yes. You were doing it right. It right. Yes. Well, he's right because he's got the knowledge because Lucas did draw from uh, Joseph Campbell's work and all that stuff. So it's actually a great tweet. <laughs> yes. But come on. It's, uh, it is fun. You it's are doing it right. Got adventure. It, it changed the movie industry. It changed cinema forever. So booyakasha. Uh, P.D. Walker says, one. Whole thing could have been avoided if they'd just blown up the escape pod. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, but there was no signs of light. Yeah, there so was no sign. They, you know, and they they could be charging by the laser. Yeah. Two. It's rather creepy that the rebel victory celebration mirrors triumph of the world of the will. I've never seen triumph that. of the will. I don't know. Uh, number three, Leia thinks nothing of throwing the patently racist <laughs> walking carpet epithet at <laughs> Chewie. Yeah, Chewie, you know, yeah, Wookiee well, writes. They do make fun of him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, no metal. No laugh metal. it up, you fuzzball. Yeah, yeah laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> really it was nice. fuzzball. Okay, he, he says I'm glad fuzzball. I said it like that. Yeah, where's the Wookiee representation? You know, where are his... His rights. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Jesus Christ. He should sue. I know. Uh, Cinnamon says, yep, that's their name. Uh, I always preferred Luke to Han. What about you guys? No. Wait, no. Han. Definitely Han. Ford. Yeah, Han Solo. I mean, Harrison Ford can't go wrong with He's him. Dreamy. Are you kidding me? Uh, Isla. Nope, I'm not reading that one. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Joe Russ says it's about the space hairdresser and a cowboy. He's got a tinfoil pal and a pedal bin. His father's a robot and he's <laughs> effing <laughs> his sister. 
<laughs> Lego. They're all made of Lego. Oh, beautiful. Wow. <laughs> okay. Perfect. That's um, perfection. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, A New Hope. That was all the tweets. So, that was bad Twitter takes. Tweet, tweet. Um, so, Thank yeah. You all. That was no, amazing. Yeah, that was good stuff. I think this would um, be a. Uh, I think this might be a fixture now. Sure yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have to do this <laughs> from now on. Uh, that, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean th- this this film. I know we we had gotten to where you know uh, we were at Han Solo, but uh, Vader and Obi Wan that that little standoff. We got to talk about that real quick. Um, a master of evil. A master of evil, Darth. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for you, Obi Wan. Uh, have you guys seen the re-edited version of this fight? No. Okay. Great story. Um, no, but someone on YouTube. I don't know what uh, I don't know what you're referring to. Uh, the, the, someone re-edited this lightsaber duel uh, to make it look, you know, more, you know, intense. Oh, and, like a fan. Yeah, like a fan-made thing. Like they put in scenes of the actual fight, but then they do like Obi Wan actually moving around and really Darth not Vader two actually old moving men around. Fighting. Yeah, not two old men fighting. Um, and it but, is, but it's not that bad. No, it's it really isn't. Uh, but uh, yeah, you got Obi Wan sacrificing himself. This is after the trash compactor scene. Any any thoughts on the trash compactor scene? All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, after those bad Twitter tweets. I well, think not necessarily that, but just the the rescue. We touched on the rescue operation and yeah, the, uh, and right. all of them trying to figure out what the heck to do. I mean, just being in the compactor itself is. You got the weird octopus thing grabbing the legs. <laughs> octopus Read the thing. book, A Certain Point of View, and From, you will learn more, more about that. Yeah, it gives you more explanation about that uh, creature. I forget what kind of creature it is, but... It just lives in the... It can feel the force. Let's put it that way. There's a reason why Luke gets free. That's awesome. I'm going to have to... Because I read most of that book. I just There's certain chapters I skipped out, yeah. and I just hiccuped. You need to read that. What I like, too, is uh, you know Vader kills Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan sacrifices himself. This is really emotional. Yeah. They're all watching. The stormtroopers are watching. Luke, Leia, Han. Yeah. And uh, Chewie are all watching, I believe. Right? Right, yep. And, and he, he gets killed, and Luke's, no! <laughs> no! And then the music, and the yeah. shooting, and they take off. And what I really like is... Um, you get run, Luke, run. Right, yeah. And then he's mourning him, but there's no time to mourn because they have to go into this dogfight sequence, which is really cool. And I, I just like the way they did it because you there isn't you shouldn't mourn him because and I guess as you know, going to the next movie, no one's ever really gone. Right. And it was a way of telling the audience, like, yes, he's dead, but he's not gone from the story. And I liked that. Right. And I love how Obi-Wan says, you know, if you strike me down, Darth, you know, I'll become more powerful yeah. than you can ever imagine. So I mean right away, yeah, he, he you know, swipes you know, he kills Obi Wan with the lightsaber and he disappears and we're like, What? What's going on? Steps on his, you know, cloak, nothing's there. Yep. And uh and then yeah, you get the run Luke run. So you know he's still there in, in spirit and everything. So yep. you know Tells the audience he's here and he's probably gonna when you come when you hear him later, which we get, that all makes sense. Right. Yep. Uh, so yeah, great famous scene there, um, and then yeah, they get back to Yavin where the actual rebel base is, and they explain the Death Star plans. And I love this. Yeah, we're just gonna shoot it down this little hole. I mean, what what are you guys worried yeah. about? Stay on target. <laughs> no big deal. 
<laughs> two meters? He's oh, that's no big, no bigger than a womp rat. Like, how the hell? Everyone is like demoralized yeah. out of this. We, we got no effing chance. Yeah. But I love it because Han Solo's leaving because right, he got, got his, his reward. He's got his money and he's out of here. Yep, he's out of here. And that's yeah, that's the the badass Han Solo, the selfish Han Solo. Uh, but you know, you you they're you know going down the Death Star trench and you know. But even before that, before they before that happens, he he does stop, and you know Luke calls him out, which well done. But uh, when they're about to part, Han says, "May the Force be with you." Yeah, this is a guy who doesn't really—he was skeptical. I don't even know if he's totally on board with it yet, but he's like, "I know it means something to you," so you know, great. Right. You know, may yeah. the Force be with you, Luke. Even if it—I don't know if I'm on board with it, but you know. Yeah, that's a great moment, great yeah. uh, solo moment. That, 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 that's where it shows you that he is a decent guy. You know, he, he is you know uh, not just this guy who's out to get money. He uh, let's blow this thing and get out of here, kid, or whatever he says. Right, that's yeah. what he says. Yeah, <laughs> that's when I cut boy came back. Oh yeah, that was yeah. awesome. And then when you see how they filmed it, it was all practical effects <laughs> with the big old model of <laughs> yeah. and a camera flying right through this trench. Unreal. Yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, you got Luke, you know, finally going down. You get in, we've discovered Darth Vader can fly, you know, he's trying to, you Big know, daddy we, comes we, to clean right. up the mess. Yeah. And then <laughs> we like, we, we do we, it myself. We see Luke using the force for the first time when Obi-Wan tells yeah. him to, he doesn't need the, uh, computer to help him. He just right, he yeah. uses, in, uh, his, the force, his instinct. You're yeah, like, I love that. They're all on the planet like, dude, we're going to die yeah. here. Are Why are you, you turning off your computer? Uh, <laughs> this is state-of-the-art technology here. What are you doing? You you just learned the Force yesterday. You didn't even know what the Force was. Yeah, here you are, yeah. <laughs> great stuff. Yeah, so, but yeah, I mean, it's just a, a great moment. Yeah, telling tell him to use the Force, and he does. You may fire um, when ready. I, then this is another reason why I think he was planning a sequel, because he doesn't kill Darth Vader. He just goes off spin in um and then uh yeah then you have the metal ceremony and everything great celebration yep. and uh yeah i mean it's it's just a it, as a standalone movie it's just a triumph over evil it's a you know a one uh you know great feel-good story for the little guys um this end will always make me happy yeah it will absolutely it fills my heart with joy yeah um, honestly every freaking time yeah it's great great stuff uh great great film Guys, a new hope. Finally, we did the the, the first trilogy. Go ahead. I Matt. agree. It brought everyone to the Star Wars world. Everyone loves it because of this movie. I mean, as a kid, I don't think it was the first. I think I saw Return of the Jedi first, but this movie is what kicks it off. So there's no way you can't love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you want to get into ratings, Dave? Yeah. Uh, oh, so... Hold on, just where are we on tally here in terms of all the Star Wars? Uh, we've done the original trilogy. We did Phantom Menace. We uh, we did Rogue One. We did Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Solo. We just have to do Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. So we'll never get to double it. episode. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. you're booked then for when are you coming back into town? I have no idea. Okay, he has no clue. Totally open ended. Yep. <laughs> um, maybe we can Skype him. There so, we go. We've yeah. done that before. Yep. Back before Dave. Uh, Joined the show. Existed. It doesn't count. Before I created Dave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the AI. Well, if I have I'm created. your creation, that's horrible. <laughs> oh, man. Um, how would you rate this thing, Dave? I'm going to say this is a five star movie. Whoa. I think this is your first five star movie. 
Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe Space Odyssey. Well, I stopped doing uh, halvesies, so I'm going over to the five stars and four buckets of popcorn. It's a fant- even though we had some laughs. That's the thing. I mean, we we've seen this movie so much and we love it. It's good to just kind of laugh at it a little bit, pick apart some of the holes. It's a classic, great, all time great movie. I don't know where it landed on our, on our uh, top fifty, but I think in the top ten, right? Yeah, top uh, top twenty maybe. Because Empire there. was in top ten. This is but, a five yeah. star movie. Absolutely stands the test of time. Even watching it again, even the even the funny parts, it's it's endearing. There's really nothing wrong right. with this movie. Yeah. Even the, the 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 faults are just sort of you just kind of laugh at them and move on. So, Definitely amazing, amazing movie. What do you got? What do you got, Matt? Well, I was gonna do uh, five and five, but it sounded too ridiculous. So I'm gonna do four stars, four and a half buckets of popcorn. Wow, look at you. Uh, I'm going four stars as well and three and a half buckets of popcorn. Oh, not as uh, fun, I'm huh? I'm the highest here? Yeah, this, not as this, fun That's rare. Wow. That's a rarity. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, yeah, just uh, three, three and a half. Um, I just think uh, three and a half is still a good score. I'm not going to justify it. I, th- I think it's a three and a half buckets of popcorn film. There, <laughs> that's, that's, that's as much as I'm going to articulate it. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's that's a new hope. That's Star Wars, as people would call it. You know, some people just call it Star Wars because that's what it was originally called. Yeah, you can't call it a New Hope. Yeah, New Hope was came after. You know, <laughs> so um, and and that's that's the show. Dave, uh, where can they find you on Twitter? You can find me at Dave underscore Quist. I am at BC Cord Finder Show at Blockbuster Cast. Okay. Uh, please follow us on or Can subscribe to us on iTunes. Show. Give us reviews. Can uh, we have the show do everything. Now, Matt, do you have any final words? Just thanks for it. having me. I'll be back. Yes, you Never. shall be back. No, you don't know when you're and, coming. Uh, okay, but, uh, <laughs> folks, we're gonna night get night. out of here for Dave and Matt. I'm Let's Ben, end it. and as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies.